Well, 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 good people. How are you out there? This is Dwayne, 921 AM here on the East Coast. It is a beautiful day, 525,600 minutes in the year and ticking away 31 days gone of 365. I hope that this finds you well blessed and in your right mind and attacking the day with new vigor, new energy, new life, a new thought pattern. I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. I also would like to thank my sponsors. Thank you so very much. So much going on in the world. We are all as a nation and a world still mourning the death of one great legend, Mr. Kobe Bryant, an African-American man who achieved greatness in so many ways. Very proud of that young man. Again, I was not a Lakers fan, but a fan of that specific man and his work ethic and what he tried to do for the future generation and building the Mamba Academy and feeding greatness into the young people, being selfless, giving his money to many different charities and being a blessing uh, to many others. He was a gift to the world and his gift allowed him to give more gifts to the world. And so many of us are doing the same thing on a daily basis. So many of us who aren't on Kobe Bryant status, but teachers, doctors, lawyers, entertainers, writers, people who are trying to make a difference, a dent in this world. So we celebrate black history every day because we are black people in America. We have to separate celebrate ourselves because for so many years, people told us that we were basically nothing. Uh, a lot of people uh, get it incorrect when they say my ancestors were slaves. I just want to clarify that many, many of my ancestors were an enslaved people. This month, I'm going to dedicate every day to doing a podcast about all the contributions that many black people have contributed to this country and around the world. You have so many great minds whom were told at one time that they didn't matter, that their thoughts were not important. A lot of my ancestors, from what I read and understand, were beaten for reading. They did not want us to have knowledge because knowledge is power. And a lot of people hear that and it's a cliche statement, I think, but it is true. Why would you try to keep people away from gaining knowledge because you know once they know something they know how to get out of their situation they're going to fight tooth and nail to get out of it and so many of my ancestors did they read they rebelled fought against in order for me to be here in 2020 in order for my children to be here and i am forever grateful and forever proud to be an african in america Prayerfully, one day I'll get to journey back to where my people are from. And because I don't know exactly where they're from, I'm hoping I can go to several different places where I may have originated from. I know that I am from that continent, but I do not know exactly where. Um, Sometimes I think about doing ancestry, but, you know, I'm just like, I don't know if I want to pay for that. 
you know, at this point, it's just kind of like, look, we don't know where we came from, whom we are. I think someone should be doing that for us. That's just my opinion. I don't think I should have to pay for that. I think someone should be willing to go, hey, this is where your people are from. You know, at least we owe this to you. You know, people talk about reparations and restoration and, you know, there's not truly been uh, a restorative uh, power that has really come into the African-American, African-American community, excuse me. Um, There, there just hasn't been Um, reparations is one thing, but restoration is another thing. And so many of us are in poverty, poverty, excuse me, in our minds still. So many people are living in the ghettos and the slums because they have a poverty mindset. This institutionalized thing has taken over in a major way. And there's so many things that come up. There's so many situations that happen where people don't think they can live beyond their means, where they can actually get out of their situation, where they can switch it around. Well, I want to encourage a few people out there just to say that there were some people who made it through much worse than anything that we're going through in 2020 or even in 1980. Our people fought for so many different things. A lot of them gave their lives on the great passage over here. Um, Sometimes it's very hard to think about because it's so very emotional. And it's not about a month. It is something that we celebrate every day. We have to celebrate our black blackness every single day. We have to celebrate our blackness. Got a little tongue tied there because it's kind of hard to say that, right? Celebrate your black your blackness. So let's say it again together. Celebrate your blackness. That has to do with some articulation, right? (laughs) Anyway, I never edit these podcasts because I never really want them to be perfect. But I do hope that you can look beyond the fault and see the greater need that I'm trying to get out into the world. So my mother-in-law is a poet. Her name is Dee Freeman. She has about four or five books of poetry out. This is called Poetry She Wrote Too, Reflections of the Heart. She has written some amazing poetry. She was inspired by many, many different poets. And uh, her story is actually on my podcast. You can listen to one, go back. Uh, maybe I'll actually repost that one. An interview that I did with uh, the great Dee Freeman. I want to share a poem with you, and then I'm going to reflect, and then I'll be done. This is poetry she wrote to Reflections of the Heart. Who am I? Jesse Jackson tells me I am somebody. Michael Jackson sings, I'm the one in the mirror. Maya Angelou says, I'm a phenomenally phenomenal woman. Yes, I despair. It is because I yet hear the voices of the former slave owner saying, I am diminished, not a full citizen. Aretha Franklin bellows, I should demand respect. The staple singers vocalize, respect yourself. Helen Baylor melodically croons, I've got the victory and I agree. So why do I despair? Why am I despondent, lowering my head? It is because I can't find my right place in society. My friends say, girl, you're gifted and talented. My husband tells me I am 
his beauty queen, my history and heritage bequeathed. I'm a descendant of kings and queens, yet my doubts flourish, surface and rob me of realizing and appreciating my self-worth. Martin Luther King Jr. shouts from the mountaintop, I am free at last. Stokely Carmichael and Malcolm X proclaim, I now have and have always had black power. James Brown bellows, I should say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. The Holy Word gently reminds me, I am a child of the King. So, I look in the mirror, ponder, delve deep within myself, there I see activity, I see the birth of a new me, a brand new me. Now I see who I am, now I can sing, now I can shout to the world, now I can stand tall, yell it from the mountain tops, now I can walk proudly with my head held high, now I know I am somebody. That reflection in the mirror is me. I am me and I gotta be me. I am intelligent. I am an intelligent creation of the almighty. I am a proud African American. I am a proud woman, a proud sister who has found self-love the awesome power of black love opens like a cocoon and awakens my spirit. It transforms me into the real me I truly long to be, creating my true identity. That is a poem written by the great D. Freeman. Poetry she wrote too, Reflections of the Heart. I will be sharing reflections of many of her poems this month, but I wanted to start with that one because the I am factor is so huge, I just think, in life for everyone. But let's talk about it just for a moment from the African-American experience for a moment. She talks about all these great artists whom at one point would have been silenced. You could talk about a guy named Jesse, Jesse Jackson. He always said Jesse Jackson, rather. He said, I am somebody. He wanted people to know that this was a black man who ran for president of the United States. How much confidence do you have to have as a brother to say, I'm going to run for president of the United States. And I'm going to tell these young people to believe in themselves and say, I am somebody. Why? Because they told us we were not men. My ancestors had to walk around with signs in the civil rights movement saying that I am a man because they would call us dogs and monkeys and kick us and they would sit in encounters and they would beat us for no reason. They put hoses and dogs on human beings, three-fifths a person, all of these things. Who am I? Who am I? I am somebody. That's who I am. Maya Angelou, right? Maya Angelou. I'm a phenomenally phenomenal woman. That is incredible because so many of our women were beaten and raped and robbed. And, and, and it's incredible that so many black women, especially my mother-in-law and my mother, 
and my grandmother and my great-grandmother, you know, they went through so many things, but they are phenomenal women. Yes, I despair. It is because I yet hear the voices of the former slave owners saying, I am diminished, not a full citizen. So now we take full, full charge of ourselves by saying, you don't define whom I am. So many of my ancestors said that. I am somebody. I will stand up for myself. I will fight. I do matter. You can try to separate us, but guess what? One day we're going to find each other again. And then we talk about Aretha Franklin, right? She's singing respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. When are you going to give it to me? And it was just, you know, she's talking about, you know, in a, in a relationship, so to speak. But still respect had to do with so many different things other than just a relationship respect. Just respect as a person walking around. I don't have to get off the sidewalk and, and give you the, the right of way because you got a lighter skin color than I do. We take that back. The staple singers, respect yourself. Man, we got to respect ourselves. Young brothers still got to be able to pull your pants up. You got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, I am. I matter. I'm going to go out into the world and live my best life. I'm going to create. I'm going to write. I'm going to write songs. I'm going to write music. I am going to let people know that I came this way, that I just wasn't a person who lived and died, right? And then she asked the question, so why do I despair? Why am I despondent, lowering my head? It is because I can't find my right place in society. And so many people still have that question in 2020. They're still trying to find their rightful place in 2020. You still have people who are spewing out so many negative things, telling us we don't belong here. Go back to Africa. You don't like this country, get out. Guess what? We're not going anywhere. Our ancestors built this country. We are not going anywhere. We are not going anywhere. Our ancestors, as I said, my ancestors built this country free labor. Free labor. And so many of my brothers and sisters are locked up in prison and in another form of slavery, unfortunately, working for 30 or 40 cents a day to build in private prisons everywhere. It's real out here, good people. It is real in 2020. So what are we going to do? Martin Luther King, he shouts off on the mountaintop, I'm free at last. Do we really realize that we're free? This is what I'm talking about. Sometimes that enslaved i'm not going to say slave mentality but the enslaved mentality still lingers in 2020 and we have got to be able to rise above even the thoughts that are in our minds on a daily basis we we face things that most people do not have to face some people don't understand the african-american experience and never will they would never empathize to it. Most days when I'm in the car, I'm like, oh, Lord, please. If a cop is behind me some days, I'm just like, please, just don't let them pull me over for no reason. And I try to go extra slow or, you know, just try to stay out the way. Even when I get on the elevator, sometimes my thought is, oh, my gosh, I'm on the elevator. One black man, one white woman. I hope she doesn't think I'm a threat. Let me stand way back here in the corner and let me hold my hands in my pocket so she doesn't feel any threat or maybe say something to, you know, say that I did X, Y, and Z. You know, there are many things. I'm walking down the street, even in the hood, and I'm like, hey, man, I hope I make it home safe because I don't want to get jumped by somebody, right? I don't want to get robbed, right? All this stuff on a daily basis, you're thinking all this stuff. Sometimes you're just walking around with, like, stress on you. And I pray before I leave this earth, I could get this stuff off of me and just be able to really, really be free, you know? So many abuses happening all around the world. So many abuses that I grew up with that were just generational. Our ancestors were beat. 
you know, and therefore some of our parents beat. They didn't know any better, I guess, I don't know. The way of discipline was to beat people. To keep the slave in line was to beat them. When they didn't work, they got beat. They didn't get whooped, they didn't get slapped. They got beat, they got lashed, that was real. Real lashes, they got lynched. There were many, many things that happened to my ancestors because they fought up and said, stood up and said, I am, I matter, you will not control me. Took control of their minds. So I owe it to them. So then she goes on in here and she says, but I am somebody. That reflection in the mirror is me. I am me. I gotta be me. We can't do anything but be ourselves, good people. We can't please everybody on this earth. But the one thing we should do before we leave this earth is love on ourselves. You've got to take yourself out to breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You've got to take yourself to get a manicure and pedicure. You've got to love on yourself so that somebody else, when they come in your life, you two can try to build something together. Some Somebody said a long time ago, if you get a lazy man and a lazy woman, they will have lazy, trifling children. And that is so true. But if we make a conscious, deliberate choice to be somebody, to say I am somebody, find somebody else who believes there's somebody, then we can raise little somebodies in this world who'll make a difference. Self-love. Self-love. The awesome power of black love. I love black people. I love all people. But I do love black people. We have a commonality. And if you can do one thing this month, if you don't happen to be of African-American descent, try to do a little research if you can this year, this month. The 1619 Project is real. It is out there in the world. and it uh, It is a gift to the world. Read a book about some of the great inventors who invented great things that we enjoy on a daily basis that black men and women have invented. You'd be surprised. So I want to bring you a podcast every day. I hope that this uplifted your mind, soul, and body in some way, shape, or form. I want to give a shout out to Vanguard Theater Company and The Wiz of Oz, 70 Kids and The Wiz of Oz at South Orange Middle School. If you hear this, this weekend we are going to be there 2 o'clock, 7 o'clock tonight, and 3 o'clock tomorrow for matinee we are feeding greatness into the kids and they are delivering i want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast i also want to thank my sponsors again please pass this on to someone try to make a difference in this world i will talk to you a little later